Hi everybody, welcome to the Ice House podcast. My name is Bryce Stewart and today I'm with James Duda, the um, CEO and sales, CEO of Sales National of Energy Light. Uh, he has done our Leadership Development Program 28 and our Alex Program uh, Leaders Exchange too. And so really cool to have him on the podcast today to talk about his leadership journey um, and unpack what that's looked like and hopefully inspire some others that are watching and listening. So thanks, James. Yeah, no problem. It's good to be here. Thanks, Bora. No worries. Well, we like to start with some quick fire uh, just to get <laughs> to know you. So most important question, what's your coffee order? Oh, it's pretty simple for a uh, for a Kiwi. It's just a, a straight uh, flat white. I like a smaller yeah. one though. So, you know, a tulip cup or something. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. That's mine too. Double shot? Yes, definitely double shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Double shot. Oh, same page, same page. When yeah. are you most relaxed? When am I most relaxed? That's a really good. That's a really good question. Um, uh, I, was, I was having a think about this earlier. Um, part of me is like was most relaxed after I've completed all my jobs. You know, I think that's probably a, a pretty common uh, common trait. Um, but also, if I can get away on holiday, spend time with my friends and 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 family, mm. get out to a bit of exercise. That's 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 when I truly that's when I truly relax. So um, yeah, having having things put behind me and done, and being able to. Just chill out. Yeah. How good is that feeling before going on holiday when you actually do get everything done that you want to? And then you're like, yeah. I can actually go on holiday with a clear head. That's always yeah. one. So yeah, yeah. exactly. A to-do list is a great thing. And being able to uh being able to like tick things off and or put lines through things is is um is essential to to to, to being able to, you know, switch off and, and actually relax. So yeah. I'm with you. On the other side, when are you most productive? Um I'd probably say in the morning, like I, I tend to get into work at, at, you know, it can sometimes vary. So sometimes it can be 7.30, sometimes it can be sort of, uh, it can be 8.30. Sometimes if I'm dropping off the kids, it can be nine o'clock. But I tend to find if I do get into the office early in those, those first few hours, I feel my most productive. Awesome. Um, after lunch is probably my my least productive, uh, least productive time. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your honesty. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you have a book or a podcast that you recommend people should read or listen to? Yeah, I actually do. It's um, oh. although, although the title of it's probably not um, uh, probably not suitable to read out uh, in, a, in a in a podcast, but it's yeah. called Art of Not, um, yeah. and you can probably fill in the rest of the bank blanks. It's a book by Mark Manson, cool. um, and it's a book that I I I, I really like because especially from you see people, when I see uh, people get overwhelmed or myself get overwhelmed, it's a really nice way of reminding you that you have to focus on what's important and and often what's not important, you know, you can uh, you can let go of those things and that's okay. So yeah, it's um, it's a great one. Look it up. Um, you might have to start typing in the title into Google and the rest will come up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely a well-known book and um, <laughs> it, is, it, it really is. Everyone knows what you're talking about, I feel. Yeah. If not, Google it and you'll soon find out. There's, um, a, great, no. there's, a, great, there's a great follow-up sequel to it as well. Uh, nice. Yeah, i have to look into that one. Um, first ever job, James. First ever job. Uh, this was uh, at a small fruit and veggie shop, actually. Um, I used to pack um, pack vegetables, so in, in a uh, in a little fruit and veggie shop in, in Christchurch. Um, so it was my uh, like after school um, and weekend job. Yeah, awesome. I like that. Morning or night person. Uh, yeah, it can sort of depend on the time of year or what's going on. Um, I, I'm probably more of a night person. I, I really enjoy my evenings. Um, and, and 
I enjoy that 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 period of time. So yeah, probably more of a night person. Nice. And were you born with your strengths or do you think you've learned them over time? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh I think certain strengths you are born with. I think that's 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 part of your part of your DNA and your makeup. And then I think you learn how to either uh, apply those in different ways, or you learn how to adapt. Um, and that's and that's often the painful part is 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 learning how to adapt so that you're you know you you can overcome your weaknesses or overcome your fears and and leverage your strengths. So. I think, uh, yeah, I think you, I think you are who you are. But you know, as you grow older and you and you go through life's experiences, those those things teach you um, how to how to how to adapt, you know, adapt and 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 grow. I suppose. Mm, yeah, great answer. Do you think you're a natural leader? Um, no, I don't feel like a natural leader. So <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm uh, I'm an I'm a natural leader. I think it's mm-hmm. something that. Uh, you know, I, I I I work at. I have to work at pretty hard. Um, and um, you know, I don't know. Other people might say differently, but that's just the way that I feel. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Again, thanks for the honesty. I know it's going to be a good combo if if we're saying that. But I think it's a cool, yeah, a good question to throw out there to some of our people that have been on our leadership development program because leader and leadership can look really different to everyone and their journey of getting there can look really different too. So let's, let's dive into that a little bit more. Tell us a bit about yourself, James, and who you are, what you're passionate about and what your life looks like right now. That's quite a big question. So, um, yeah, I'm, I look after a team of, um, of uh, well, basically I look after all of the sales and marketing for our business across the whole of New Zealand. So I have um, I have a team in Auckland. I have a team uh, here in Christchurch. I'm based in Christchurch. Um, I have a family with three uh, three young daughters and um, and my wife and I and a dog. Um, and the I, my my little escape is to get out and go to go mountain biking. I really enjoy my mountain biking. Cool. And as a family, we do things like go skiing and those sorts of things and, and winter, because I find that if, if you don't do something like that in winter, then you just end up just sitting inside all the time because, you know, it's not that great a weather outside. Um, and so, yeah, life is life is really, really busy. Um, my The role um, takes on a lot of responsibility for, you know, a, a number of people and the size of the business that we operate. Um mm-hmm. And then also with all the commitments that we have through with the with my with my family as well, it's um it's a it's a it's a busy old time. So yeah, so that's um that's where we're at. I'm not sure if that actually answers your question or not, but yeah, it uh, does totally does. And then for context, we'd love to hear how your journeys looked like to energy light your career journey and and what led to being such a big part of that business. So. The my career actually started aside from like packing fruit in a, in a veggie shop. My uh, my my career, I guess, started with with sales. So I started in retail sales, and 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 um, I I'm, I progressed in 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 sales roles, mostly mostly through my career. And I had a um, a field marketing role when I was working in the UK, mm-hmm. and that. And that role was my first role where I actually managed and 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 had a team of people, and it was what I had always uh, aspired to. I'd always aspired to being uh, to having people in a team and being able to lead them and 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 grow them. And I took a lot of the lessons from my managers that I had worked for and the and the way that they managed me and the things that I really liked that they did. And I tried to apply those as best as I could. And you know, I got some things right, I got a lot of things wrong, um, yeah. but. 
you know, I learned a lot along the way. And so um, on my return back into New Zealand, um, I kind of fell into this role. I kind of fell into lighting. Um, a lot of people seem to fall into this industry and then never leave. Mm -hmm. um, and I started in sales in this industry and then in, in lighting. And then I started to, to take on a role of, of sales management and then into early into marketing and leading the business. So, um awesome. yeah it's been, it's been a it's been, it's been a sales been a journey most of it being a, a sales or customer led um or customer facing uh customer facing role so yeah yeah no that's really cool and what does a day in the life of of you look like um like a bird's nest maybe or some sort of like <laughs> scattered, scattered, scattered sort of thing like um no it's uh I mean I'm not a highly structured type of person like I do uh, and and that is one of my weaknesses that I have to work on pretty hard is yeah. that my role I have to have I, I have to bring structure so I have, to, I have to work at that um but uh yeah a day in the life for me could mean uh could mean just working at the office for the day um it could mean um out with that uh, with my team or you know visiting customers or um or presenting it could mean traveling uh either to see suppliers or um our, our partners it could mean traveling to see our customers in other regions mm, um, cool. you know le le other leaders of our of our client organizations or industry bodies and these sorts of things so mm. um there's a lot of travel, especially now that COVID is, or the pandemic is, or travel restrictions have eased. Um, there's a lot of travel back again, which is uh, again places another another pressure on life. But um, mm. yeah, so it's it's it's. I'd say to sum it up, it's very it's 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 varied. Mm. Very and do you like that variety in, in what I, you do? I do, and I actually struggled with a lot through through the pandemic and through the lockdowns and COVID of having this sort of all being stuck at home. You know, I, yeah. I enjoy being out and talking to people. It's one of my, it's something that gives me a lot of energy. And I, to be honest, I really struggled with uh, with with lockdown and being, um, you know, not having that uh, not having that variety, I guess, and yeah. and doing everything via via Zoom. Not to not to criticise the platform, but because uh, it's, yeah. it's such a it's such a useful tool, but. You know, when you spend eight hours on it a day, it was um, it was pretty um, uh, it was pretty, pretty draining, yeah. Mm, yeah, absolutely for sure. But yeah, very cool to hear. Um, you know, you're you're varied in your role and you you do many things across the the board. But obviously, you're passionate about the people side of it and the connections with people that you have along the way. So I like to hear that. That's cool. What's one thing you wish you knew at the start of your career journey? <laughs> you could go back and go okay James I need you to know this <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what's one thing I wish I start, I knew at the start of my journey probably um uh, probably how hard it would be <laughs> you know, life, life is a collection of experiences good and bad and um and you know, I think when you're young, you you know you're full of uh, you're full of uh, full of life and and energy and everything's yeah. you, know, you can be really positive. Or I especially was, you know. And then you know, as you get older, you know, you do learn that there's some um, there's some pretty hard things out there in life, and mm. and and it's and it can be tough sometimes. And so you learn that hard lesson. So yeah, sort of knowing maybe knowing that up front would have been um, although maybe it maybe it would have been uh, maybe it might have been maybe more cynical a little bit earlier, but. Mm, mm, stop you from doing things you know they always say if I if I knew I don't know if I yeah, would launch this or yeah, done this or exactly, exactly right yeah yeah that's so funny um awesome I'd love to to dive a little bit deeper into leadership and wondering what leadership means to you and any leaders that have really inspired your journey you mentioned 
taking some elements from what other managers that you've had have done, um, have managed you and then bringing that and applying it into a, what you do. So anyway, simplify, what, is, <laughs> what, what does leadership mean to you and any leaders that have inspired you along the way? Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I'm a bit of a fan of Simon Sinek, um, so which um, a lot of your audience will probably be quite familiar with. And um, he tells a story of he tells a story of the of the Wright brothers, and I, I really like that story. And I really often think I think back to that, and I think back to the how they um, achieved what they achieved with you know they didn't have the right amount of money, they didn't have the or they didn't have that much money, they didn't have much resources, they didn't have any publicity. Yeah. Um, and he compared it to to um, another guy, and I can't remember his name. So you know, um, um, who um, who had all the money, had all the resources, and had everything that he needed, and, and he didn't he didn't achieve what he wanted to achieve because he didn't go after it for the right reason. He didn't have purpose behind mm. what he was doing. Yeah. And um, and as soon as those as soon as the Wright brothers were successful, this other guy quit. You know, because he was like, well, he wasn't first, so he wasn't interested. And mm -hmm. um, you know, so what people can achieve when they have purpose i think is and from a leadership perspective is is that's what i take inspiration from awesome. and i really and i really like that story and i like the way and again simon Sinek is another example of leadership i like the way he tells it um you know he is a he's a he's a he's a very inspiring person mm, yeah yeah that's so cool i love that and agree he's very inspiring um what's been a challenge and then on the other hand a highlight of your personal leadership journey um that's another good question uh the i mean a challenge like i talk i've talked a lot about people right and and mm. i think they uh that that is it is probably the biggest challenge is is people and it's the most but the biggest challenge is also the most rewarding when you when you, when you do get it right and yeah. so if you can inspire people and if you can motivate them to go and do something when you see that when you see them achieve that's like super motivating it's, you know mm. and it, and it's, and it's great it, it gives you a huge amount of satisfaction um mm -hmm. but that is a challenge it's not easy and and you don't, you don't always get it right you're going to make mistakes along the way so um i would say that would be my biggest challenge you know humans are, are, are we're all funny funny creatures you know and um you know we're not we like to think we're perfect but we're not so mm -hmm. uh that would that would i'd say would be how i would describe my my biggest challenge yeah totally how do you I'm throwing you into the bus a little bit with these side <laughs> questions. <laughs> but how do you um, deal with not getting it right? Like, how have you as a leader gone, okay, I stuffed that up. How do you overcome that practically? Um, it's, a, it's a good question. Don't, yeah, I'll, I'll just take the bus bus hit. Um, yeah. <laughs> big, um, it's pretty... Uh, you can either fight it or you can just be humble and admit that you got something wrong. Mm, and if you, if you yeah. can admit that you got something wrong and then you're, you, people will go, okay, well, at least if you admitted it and then you can, then you can get on and you can, you can move on. Mm. You can move on quickly and you don't have to dwell on it. Um, the, uh, one of the things that can also uh, um, motivate you is your anxieties and anxiety can often be a and be associated with negative connotations but anxiety can also be really powerful because if you can harness it and then focus your energies to fixing a, a certain problem or fixing a mistake mm. um it kind of it kind of then takes away uh it can take away that um problem and it can and it can overcome that mistake and you you can learn from it and then you can make sure that the next time you you just improve so Awesome. Uh, that's that's sort of the way that I that I that I put that. 
Mm, yeah, it's a great answer. Like just being humble and going, cool, didn't get that right, guys. I'm human too. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, we're all human. And okay, we've got to, you know, we've got to uh, strive to get things right. But at the same time, you know, we're all going to make mistakes at some point. Yeah, awesome. Very authentic leadership. That's cool. Um, have you ever had imposter syndrome with your leadership? You know, you said at the start, I, you know, wasn't sure, weren't sure if you're a natural leader. Um, yeah, oh, 100%. Is that, is that something you've had to overcome, imposter syndrome? Because most oh, of us yeah. Are... yeah, overcoming it right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why would you want to interview me? Like, um, yeah, I awesome. think I think everybody does. I think you do, you know, constantly, you're constantly doubting yourself and, and, and and I go back to that 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 point that I just made about anxieties. You know, you're always going to have those anxieties. They're they're just going to be there. And so, yeah, an imposter syndrome is a real thing. Um, mm. just, I guess it depends what you call it. But uh, um, if you can harness some of that power, and I guess how do you that's how you say how do you overcome it is to is to is to focus on how that can give you energy to make to make change or to or to develop into that person that you don't feel like you are but you want to be um yeah. so that's yeah that's 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 sort of how I would how I'd how I look at it yeah yeah awesome yeah like honestly it blows my mind how many um business owners and leaders say that they suffer from it and I still go like wait what like you you yeah. know like <laughs> yeah it doesn't appear to right yeah right. that doesn't make right. sense um but just just the power that is unlocked when actually we do admit that we all struggle with it from time to time and it can mm. be something we all need to overcome I think that's quite powerful so yeah thanks for being honest um would love to hear a bit of your ice house journey um with the leadership development program and, and Alex yeah. how did you first hear of the ice house um so the directors and owners of energy like they both went on the owner manager program through ice house and yeah. um, they both they went on that independently uh and they came out of that going okay this is this is this has got great value to add to our business and so they first proposed it to me and my and my colleague who's our junior manager of energy line mm. uh and uh, we both went on the so we both went on the uh, the LDP at the same time. So the uh, so that's how that's how we sort of I guess came into the Ice House family, and that originally came actually through our um, our bank at the BNZ. That was how they we orig they originally got introduced to the Ice House program. Mm, awesome, that's cool, and quite cool that you guys did it together. So could sort of bounce ideas off each other, I'm sure, and speak mm -hmm. the same language. Yeah, it was. And so since then, we've had a number of different people in our organization go through it. So from our team leaders to um, some of our people in our sales team that are, that have, uh, you know, that have shown leadership, um, we've gone, okay, well, let's try and accelerate that. So um, there's been a number of different people that have gone and, and it really helps with being able to, like you say, speak a common language and be, um, be uh, you know, galvanized and where you're going and, and how and how you're going to get there. So um yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a great uh, been a great program. Mm, awesome, that's cool to hear. When you personally got pitched it from um, from the directors of the company, did you have any hesitations about going oh, on a course like that? Yeah, hundred percent. I was like, I was like <laughs> what's this they? About? yeah, yeah, what's this about? But they were they came back so enthusiastic after the manager program. I didn't really have a choice. It's like, and they were <laughs> so enthusiastic about this. It's got to be good, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I certainly had my I had, certainly had my anxieties. I had no idea how it was going to run or how it was going to be formatted. Yeah. um and so and and the funny thing is is that right from the get-go like from the first thing that you do um they kind of 
prepare you and get you I guess uh fizzing straight off the bat you know it's pretty awesome so mm, cool yeah that's so awesome have there been any changes that you've implemented into the business or maybe even personally since doing the program uh oh yeah it's uh, I actually recall that like the, when you finish the program you've got to write down a number of things that you're going to go and change and so yeah. you write them down which is interesting because when you write something down like that you make a bit of a commitment in your brain Mm. and then i did put it in like the 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 you know the proverbial bottom drawer and then just kind of let it sit there and about a year later i was going through that drawer as you do and i pulled it out and i was like oh, i want to have you know wonder, wonder what i did and I actually went through and i realized that even without getting the list and referring to it every week i was like you know mm -hmm. we've, we've managed actually to complete a lot of these things that i set out to do awesome. just 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 by doing you know and um so I think it instills that in you and um, and uh, I couldn't tell you what those things are now because it's a few years ago since I did the program, but yeah, it, it, yeah it, it, definitely, uh, it definitely instills change in you, yeah. Mm, and how have you found it from a leader when your staff that you put on the programs come back? How does that benefit the overall business in any way? Oh, 100%. Like they come back very, like they come back empowered. Um, they come back motivated inspired um you know and it may be that they're um the recently we just had a, a, one of the guys go on and he's and he's working really in, in new business development like he's developing a, a new little business a little business unit within the business and mm -hmm. um you know he came back just going man like this is this is i now know what i've got to do you know mm -hmm. like it, it sort of become clear for him i suppose and yeah um, yeah. yeah cool does that sense of purpose yeah, and he's a, yeah, give him a sense of purpose, and he's and he's a he's a he's a natural leader, even though mm -hmm. he just he, he calls himself a foot soldier, um, <laughs> anyway, and so but you know a guy like that is yeah. uh, you know uh, he, he he calls himself a foot soldier, but he is a, he is a leader. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think this kind of made him realise you know where his strengths lie as a leader. Mm, yeah, that's cool. I love hearing that. And what about Alex? So for context for people, this is like yeah. an alumni day or two, two days come together, different cohort of people, but everyone that's done leadership development before, sort of like a refresher. How did you find that? Yeah, that was that was pretty good. It was it was um it was a nice refresher, it was the way that I would describe it. And it was mm. a good it was good to get that kind of injection again of all of those topics and and get some inspiration and in, into your leadership and and so in the way that you look after you know I, again I'll focus back on people because it's it's such a big topic of the of the of the program mm -hmm. um, and so it was it was a valuable couple of days yeah mm, yeah that's really cool I like to hear that and yeah energy like really have had so many staff come on the program so it is quite cool to chat to you from a perspective of you've got a lot of people within the business that are speaking the same language because right back from when the directors come back and they're fizz like you said and they're starting to say all these things I feel like in a lot of other businesses we find then the employees and the the managers are going wait what I feel I, I'm not on your level you know yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then yeah. And, yeah so it's quite cool to be chatting to someone where so many of the staff have come on to the programs and, and are speaking that same language and seeing it take their business that that needs yeah and, and you can't you can't you can't put everybody on it it just doesn't make it, it doesn't make sense and you know it wouldn't make sense for the for the business as well but okay. if, if you know the having people you know like i said we just recently we've had some sales people going up now 
it, they don't have any direct reports, but they are leaders, no matter mm. what they what they say. They've been with the business for 10 or 11 years. Um, awesome. You know, so they they have uh, they have a leadership part to play in, in, in the business. And so by giving them context to that leadership and purpose, then um, it just strengthens, it strengthens the company. Um, mm. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, again, throwing you under the bus, what's a piece of advice you'd have um, for a new leader, someone that's, you know, just got an opportunity that means they're either managing a team or managing even one staff member. What's a piece of advice you'd give them? Ooh, gee, that's um, that's uh, that's a good one. Uh, what piece of advice would I give someone who's just taking over, um, taking somebody, taking somebody on or coming into a leadership role? Mm. It'd probably be um, It'd probably it'd have to depend on the person. It'd have to depend on the way it is that they um, they the what their strengths are. And mm-hmm. so, if it's somebody who's, um, you know, like like the like the the guy that I just described, the person I just described, uh, then it's probably just taking their time because yeah. you can often be in a rush and you want to get things done. So just take your time with the person and 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 listen and understand and. If you're a salesperson, think of that person like they're a customer. You have yeah. to. Your job is to help them. Your job is to look after them and to make sure that they can get the best out of themselves. Mm. And so, you you might just need to slow down. Other people, it might be that you need to, yeah, just focus your energies on 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 that person and support them. Yeah, mm. it sort of really it really depends on the person, but um, it does. I, I think I think helping helping the people within your team, helping them be the best that they can be listening to them really really intently and and actively listening so that you can uh understand what their frustrations might be and then help them overcome them yeah um, don't do everything for them so if they come to you with a problem is don't just go oh, yeah I'll, I'll take that and do that for you mm, that's a good one you can do it sometimes and sometimes you need to but um a lot of the time uh it's actually going okay well how are you how could you overcome this how what's the um, you know, what would you do if I wasn't here? And that's uh, it's a bit of a that's a bit of a coaching mentality, and and but you've got to pull those things out at the right time, um, the right time for you, for you and for and for the person. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. Often as a leader or a manager, you can just get sucked into going. Oh look, I'll, I'll, I can see that you're under pressure, so I'll take that off you. Um, yeah. Doesn't teach, it doesn't teach that person anything, um, and all it does is load you up more. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, great advice. That's cool. And so right, like it is personal to the person's personality and, and what their life looks like and what they're passionate about and how they naturally lead um, and where their weaknesses are. So awesome. Yeah. Um, I want to finish with this question. What excites you most about your career journey, but also Energy Light's future? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gee, uh, what excites me the most? What what actually excites me the most is the what comes back to the purpose behind the why why we exist as a company and why we come to work. Um, you know we are we are a, a a professional specification lighting company and we help uh, design teams with product selections and and the way to use products and very technical products and and very technical products that are used in in design and engineering and buildings and outdoor spaces and that kind of thing and so. The journey that we're on is to help those people help their clients or deliver that deliver really well lit spaces for their clients, awesome. because we know that that has a massive impact on on human well being. And mm-hmm. so, 
the more that we can do that, the more that we can grow, the more that we can influence people, the no, I know that we get better result. We, we get better lighting results as, as the kind of, as the result, but that the actual thing that comes at the end is that the people that then walk into that space walk in and go, wow, this is cool. And they might yeah. they know it's the lighting that the reason it's cool. Um, mm-hmm. That's not the point, but the, the, how they interpret that space is cool. So the mm-hmm. better we get at our job and the more that we grow and the more that our people grow, the more that happens. So that's what that's what inspires me to 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 come to work and to work with my team and to and to and to grow our business. That's mm, such a strong sense of purpose. I really love that. Um, and yeah, thanks for highlighting how important lighting is for our well-being. I so <laughs> I honestly so agree with that. But I walk into a space and I'm just like, ah, it's it's just a nice feeling here, you know. And I think yeah, and- a lot to do with that. Well, you know the um, yeah, a lot of the way that you interpret a space is through your eyes, and that, yeah. the, that and the only thing that's entering your eyes is light. So when you think of it like that, it's um, it's really important. But uh, it's such a small, it's such a small part of you know a massive cog of constructional design uh, and, and engineering that uh, it's it's um, it's often not well understood. And so the more that we can help people understand it, the more uh, the better results people will have. You know, the more uh, experiences like you just described uh that people have the you know yeah the, the better everybody is yeah for sure mm. well thank you so much james for the chat and um i was a bit mean in this episode to be honest i, I kind of threw in quite a few extra questions there but um you handled it well and um, you were just <laughs> you were just honest as well and so i really appreciate you being a, a real authentic leader and sharing um your journey and telling us a little bit more about Energy Light's purpose as well. I think that's really cool. So I'll make sure I pop that in the in the copy. And I'm sure everyone listening has enjoyed it. Um, but thanks heaps for your time. Cool. No worries. Thanks, Briar. And yeah, yeah, glad to be a part of it.